Hello. Welcome to episode 8 of the AT Cinema Club. This might seem a bit weird as I'm coming to you at the start of the episode here. Don't really know what I'm supposed to be saying, but I'll hand it over to Harry with the uh, synopsis of the film we're covering this week. Um, yes, Alfie is very enthusiastic about these. Very. Um, this week we are covering Stand By Me, a 1986 film directed by Rob Rayner. Get Good ready man. for this because it's going to be a mouthful. Starring Will Wheaton as Gordy, River Phoenix as Chris, Corey Feldman as Teddy, Jerry O'Connell as Vern, and Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> you almost had it. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland, Sutherland as no. Ace. Um, it's the summer of 1959 in Castle Rock. Four 12-year-old boys, Gordy, Chris, Teddy, and Vern, learn of the general location of the body of a local boy who has been missing for several days. They set off in the woods to... F- to I can't read today. They set <laughs> off into the woods to see it and are faced with a 20-mile journey involving near-miss train collisions, bullies, and a lot of leeches. Along the way, they learn about themselves, the meaning of friendship, and the need to stand up for what is right. Yeah. Um. This film had a budget of $8 million. Did you see how much it made, Alfie? No, how much did it make? Fifty-two point three million. So we've got we've got another success story another going here. I think another it's probably almost, it's almost about even for films that have made money on the podcast so far. Yeah, a lot of ours have been flops. Like a lot episode of seven, have made no money. <laughs> um, no, this is I really like this film. Yeah, um, I it's a it. Stephen King adaptation. Yes, uh, he's one of the first. I'm assuming. I know The Shining, and obviously I think yeah. might have came out earlier. But we've had a Probably lot of, the early of Stephen King adaptations yeah, now. He did but a lot. It can't. It must be one of the early ones. Likes and dislikes, Alfie. That, that was very fast, didn't it? Very, very right? fast. Um, um, we'll start with what you like then. What do you like about the film? I thought the the character development. Well, not even just character development. All of the characters. Uh, the, the the four kids come. I'm not going to ream off all of the names every single time. <laughs> I talk about them. Vern, all, Teddy, <laughs> Chris, Gordy. Yes, there we are, the boys. Um, they're all really well done. I thought they played off each other really well. It was a cool dynamic between a lot of them. Uh, especially, I liked the I liked Chris's character throughout, mm-hmm. showing sort of the uh, the difference in between what people see a person to be and think they are to what they actually yeah, are. They I actually liked are. how that kind of Chris toured the line between looking and essentially being to have one one of the, the sort of shady kids, one who'd never really do anything with his life, to someone who really had the chance to and the potential to and did in the end, Probably but didn't believe in himself. Yeah. yeah. He was a, a very smart guy, but didn't believe he could and sort of let people's perception of him bog him down. But then ultimately, the end, he, he goes on, does great, which I thought was a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. It was a cool message. I think child actors are always very hit or miss. Yeah. And they seem to get four like pretty pretty really successful like um gonna it's gonna escape my head now um the person who plays teddy um that that is uh jesus christ i can't remember come his on name. Corey feldman, Corey that's feldman. It. he is basically the 80s child actor yeah Corey feldman is he, he is goonies yeah he's in everything Thought goonies so. friday the 13th loads Man. of them he is basically like when you think of the 80s kid Corey in films, Feldman. it's Corey Feldman, and he he, I don't think he's the best character out of them all. No, I'll I get onto that in the he dislike gives, section. He gives the best performance, I think. 
yeah, his character. True. His character's one of the uh, his character's the more <clears throat> he's the more complex and out there. Yeah, he has a lot more range to perform. That's true because he's talking about. I mean, they say he's like you get crazy. Yeah, uh, he's not. He is, and he isn't at the same time. <laughs> it's really yeah, weird. But it's I a think really interesting. Character. That adds to the complexity. Yeah. of um the character. Um, this is quite a big thing I liked about it, and tend not to like about films. I really liked the voiceover. That yeah, I thought the voiceover um, played in really well. It made it seem like a book, but not in a bad way. Yeah, because the film is genuinely straightforward. With that's why I love it so much. It's yeah. ge- it's just like oh, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Like there's no beating around what they're gonna be doing. No, there's it's no, a really like, great straightforward it's, like, it's straightforward. You know what's happening, and it's just simple. Yeah, which it pull like. Some films are too simple. Yeah. And this is absolutely. just, it's just the right mix between not filming yourself, going on a day out. Yeah. And having, and the, but with some story in it. And it, it does it really well. Mm. The I mean, story is obviously all about maturing and yeah. growing up. And also the friendships you have. Like at the very end, he says, like, I've never had a friendship the same as when I was 12. Jesus, Jesus does, does anyone. Yeah. Um, Those are really. I, I it's really a very you know when you listen to it it's like you know what he's right <laughs> it's, a, it's a very good message you never you can't have the same friendships because you've got responsibilities it's just life really, he isn't says it? in the thing we're at a time in our lives where we know where we're going and we know what we want it to do because they're all they're all pre-teen as well yeah that's true it is one of my favourite endings to a film it ever. was a very basically very from when it cuts away like so they say they're not taking the body back yeah. When the voiceover starts about them walking home till the end of the film, that's like what our class is the end. Yeah, I'd agree. It is like one of my favourite endings just because of it how... It's done very well. I'd, yeah, I don't... It's really hard to explain sometimes when you watch a film and you just click with it. Yeah. You just think like, I know, we were definitely not born in the 1950s, 1960s. Wait, seriously? No, I know, right? Imagine. I'm not 70. <laughs> Whoa! And I've got it's funny, when I watched this with my dad... Um, who is 62. Hope I haven't got that wrong. Um, he's obviously was born... He was off. born a few years after the film is set. Yeah. But he says... And, and he was in England as well. Yes. <laughs> um, he says he has some very similar experiences of being a kid and just... Finding going... dead bodies. No. <laughs> <laughs> Regular activity I in found a couple in my time. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, no, but the more like now, we're a lot more connected... Yep. And if you told your parents, I'm going to go camp out in Thingy's yard, as they say in America, and weird, you'd it? ring someone and go, oh, how is uh, is Harry enjoying the sleepover? He's not in my house. Oh, no. Ring the police. Oh, it's like, yeah. You know, they can just go missing for two days. Like and back no then, one, they like, were two days, right. and it's like normal. Yeah. It's like they're not bothered. It's such people like that had experience like that, which you, which you can't now, because everyone's really. so connected. Well, it's not as common as it and makes obviously. It um, even in rural, the only place you could do this is in rural England here. Oh yeah. Now because of the amount of, even if you're not in a city, how built up places are. That's true. Yeah. Like we live in Teesside and there's Teesside. not many fields around here. You can go well, in there. I mean there is, but you I know, really but, want to camp. You know, and... can't go down the railway line and like try to find. Something. <laughs> it's, it's not in <laughs> Thornaby or Middlesbrough. <laughs> it's not camping out in Thornaby Town Centre. It's not something you want to be doing, I guess. I, I mean it's. We're not knocking anyone who wants to camp out by the rail track fields in Teesside, <laughs> but you do you. You know. Um, I also really liked, uh, as we talked about earlier, I liked the sort of circular nature of the narrative with it yeah. starting off with him reading and talking about uh, Chris's death mm-hmm. and it, uh, linking it back at the end because it's not made it clear at the start that it is Chris, yeah. but that 
at the end, that obviously you talked about how Chris went on to become a state attorney or something and then got yeah, stabbed. Yeah, it in has York. the newspaper at the beginning, doesn't it? Yeah. Where it says, thingy stabbed in restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then the guy starts talking about his childhood friends. Yeah. So it's watching like a memorial it for the first time, which I hadn't, I'd watched it before, so I knew yeah. what was happening. But I think Alfie watched it for the first time. Yes, my first so time. So you don't technically know that it's them who he's talking about. It's yeah. not until the end where it goes. He walked into a bar. I walked into a fast food and was stabbed. Yeah. It's like, that's it really when cool. you kind of really, that's the light bulb moment of this is why he's talking about yeah. this journey. It's like because a whole. It's a journey that changed him yeah, for the rest of his life. The film itself covers a lot about loss, obviously, with loss of friendships and loss of Chris. So I think that tying the whole film together really nicely at the end mm-hmm. makes the message almost a little bit more meaningful. Yeah. So obviously, it's, it's a coming of age, but it's not just a coming of age in the sense of, you know, you mature, you grow up. It's that not everything will stay the same, that you will lose people and you'll lose friends. But ultimately, it's like. You'll it's always him looking them. back fondly on it, yeah. Even though Chris is dead, this experience that objectively isn't really something very good. They're tracking, yeah. not tracking, trekking a really long distance to go see a dead body. Mm-hmm. For all, it's not really the best to him. It's one of those memories that he'll always cherish, which I think is a really nice yeah, message at the end. It's like, like he says about the friendships of being twelve. He never sees Vern and Teddy like no. after a long time. He stays friends with Chris for a bit longer because yeah. of their college courses, but then they split up too. But he says. Like you say, if he had the same friends, he, he could be friends with people from when he was 20 and he'd probably still be friends with them at that time. Yeah. But he won't remember them as much as he does the kids that he yeah. was friends with before. Because they sort of have more of an impact on him growing up, really, because mm-hmm. they build you up as a person when you're that young, being the people who you're surrounded with. I guess moving slightly away from the story elements is... I've written a note here that just says, the comedy is funny. Yeah, <laughs> it was quite There's good. a lot of, like... It really captures how kids even now talk to each other. It's just realistic. <laughs> Which one of the ones is like obviously them swearing and stuff. Yeah. And like the kind of the kid thing about it of they're doing it. Yeah. And not like because they can. But also then the childishness of them going, Superman is a real that guy. That is one of my notes. <laughs> I love that conversation so much. You know, was, is it Mighty Man or something? We don't. Uh, oh, what it Mighty was. Mouse. No, it was, no, so it was it's, a mouse, it's, wasn't it? I don't know. It's another yeah, deliberate comic over, book character. I'll, I'll try I think. to figure out where you talk about this. It's another character that they're trying to see who would win in a fight. And he's like, oh no, but Superman's a real guy. The other one's a It car- is Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Mighty Mouse. Yeah. yeah. So he was talking so about Mighty how Mighty Mouse is a cartoon, cartoon character, yeah. And Superman is a real guy. <laughs> and then it cuts away and just doesn't, <laughs> it just cuts doesn't, away. It doesn't elaborate. Doesn't <laughs> it let the go, conversation it goes go back to the conversation. It just goes away. Um, and even so the, the one bit where... Oh, yes, it's Teddy when they're about to cross the bridge that uh, yeah. eventually the train goes across. And he goes, you guys can stay here, but I'm going to go and relax on the other side. And one of them goes, you can use your right or left hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is, it's so much how yeah. they talk to each it other. It feels very it, genuine. It's like, it? the other thing I've literally got written down is, your mama jokes. <laughs> yeah, oh, <it laughs> Because great. there's literally, they dedicate a whole section to them going, <sighs> Everyone had most joy of degrading one's mother. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> There's just so much talk about it. And I guess moving back to the train scene yes, on the bridge. Yes, I think so, yeah. Not the chicken one uh, when, he's gonna, when he jumps across. Yeah. Uh, when they're walking across the bridge and they end up running. I'm going to give a little shout out to uh, mine and Alfie's old GCSE oh, yes. English teacher here, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Adams. Adams. Uh, I don't know if she listens to this. I, uh, she I hope does. she does. That'd be cool. That would be cool, but I don't um, the cinematography, especially for that scene oh, in building the fantastic. tension, is 
it's so simple but so good. It's very effective. So the cinematography is quite a simple uh, because it is following some kids around. Yeah. You get some shots of the landscape. But the way they use the cuts and then yep. zoom out, well, not zoom out, they do a long Constant shot, an extreme long shot of the bridge, angles. and then change it, the changing of angles. Um, it really gives the tension yep. that you know something's going to happen. And it's like, whoa, what? And then even the, uh, the climax at the end where the two of them dive off out yeah. of the frame uh -huh. is what looks yeah. like you don't know they're gone. what's happening. And then even when it pans, not pan, but cuts down to show them from Teddy and Chris's perspective. Yeah, it will um, be. The two of them are very nearly, mm -hmm. nearly off the edge. So it's uh, <laughs> that entire sequence we studied a lot. It's an example of building tension. Obviously not for films. It was for yeah. writing stories, but, but whatever. It works like this It now. still is such a, a great way of building tension, even just so simply with the use of angles and the suspension. Um, it, honestly, it was fantastic. I love it. It's a great scene. Oh, there's so much things I could say that I could like about this film. Um but I think we're gonna have to move on to the dislikes because I do have a few. It's yeah, probably the least amount of dislikes I've written for a film. They are very small. It's like I think too much time is given to the la the Lardas story. Yeah, that's uh, true. I understand why they put it in because the director wanted to show how Gordy is thinking of a story in a kid's mind. Yeah, with everybody just throwing up yeah. all over each other. But I thought it was a bit too long. You maybe it could have told it longer. and not. I, I, it's really weird. Mm. Some of the flashback scenes make it more of an uncomfortable book adaptation than the voiceover sometimes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mainly the one... I, they're not bad. They, I just When I watched them, there was something that I thought... Fair enough, yeah. Are they needed? But then also then I thought, but they are because Gordy doesn't want to say it out loud. It's in his head. That's true. So yeah. it could... Either way you look at it. It could also just be him looking back on it at the time yeah. as well. Yeah. Think um, how he felt at that moment. I think this is when we both put down uh, leeches. Yeah. No. Uh, I don't. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I we watched, won't anymore. I rewatched this on the train back from London and um, I was queezing. <laughs> just like. It makes you a bit sick because about not, it, not good. Leeches um, Yeah, please watch the film. I don't want to make myself more uncomfortable by very... explaining it. Um, and Ray Brower's dead body, he doesn't look 12. He looks very old. The thing is... I, not I, not I very old, but found, older. I found the actor, and I can't remember how old he was, the yeah. one who they had Ray Rower, but he might be 12, maybe, but he didn't look it for some no, reason when I, I watched could, it. He was decomposing, so it could be that. Yeah. I mean, not two days. I'll be, I mean, he don't... He don't he, <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> he don't. He decomposed quite a lot in those two days, I'll be honest. Yeah. His skin's gone... I think, I think like it was just the blood green? leaving his body. It's really weird. One of the ones I've got is I found uh, Teddy's character pretty annoying at some points. Yeah, I, mean, got, I, I understand the character that he had to play, but at certain points I felt like he sort of overshadowed everyone else. And for all it was supposed mm -hmm. to be a film focusing it is on he the is four the main of them, character. yeah, yeah. It, but obviously, God is the main character. It, yeah. it focuses on the relationship between the four. Teddy quite often felt stood out a little bit too much, but equally, all fits in because out of the group, he is the crazy one. He's the one who's yeah. essentially the <laughs> the one who's on the outside because he's not really someone who's going to be with them forever you yeah know? yeah you you are right i think when you first what do you think this guy's a bit mad if you think deeply into it you could say it's to do with the story which we've said yeah him being more outside and, and more crazy but he is he does seem a bit over the top sometimes yeah and it is good but i don't have any more dislikes i've got a few more they're all just kind of minor all right then i'd I like think to hear them ace and the gang could have been slightly more developed rather than just showing them yeah. to be because they are the antagonists across the film 
but they don't really seem to be that much. Like I can't. It, they seem to pull they from the enough... classic eighties bully. Yeah, I guess when you watch other films from the time, and then even like carrying on, but Ace seems to be the only one, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, who wants? Who actually seems to be a bully? Yeah, <laughs> the others seem to go along with it. I think the the screen time they're given was sufficient. Yeah, but the actual gang wasn't used in the best way. Even the screen time they're given wasn't used the best. They were shown to just be layabouts really yeah. didn't really do much just hanging around yeah want to go find a kid's dead body it's a very minor thing other thing is that Gordy didn't shoot Ace I understand why he didn't <laughs> but I fucking hated the fact that he stood there for so long holding it and didn't shoot him I actually really didn't like that, Ace because which I think I think the story well. wouldn't have been the same Alfie if it involved him murdering <laughs> what I would have loved is Teddy to fall from the trees above with a rock in his head and just uh, Keith no 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 Gordy just not Gordy um, Vern just squashing him <laughs> <laughs> well Harry Pete making a fat joke about like a hey, 12 they year old it themselves. kid they did it themselves well, um, <laughs> yeah alright anyway that's about it for me yeah yeah I it, this is one of my favourite like it would be in my top films this I can see why not um, not like top 3 or top 5 but yeah. definitely one that I'd be like you know I think this is you probably watch this. one of the high rated um, So, Alfie, what have you um, rated uh, Stand By Me from 1986? I think overall, really, my only issues that found with it weren't really that big of a thing. Yeah, they were all very yeah. minor things. It was more like, made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't really little, pull little away things from that the just film. Like, eh, but they were still mm-hmm. done well. Um, so, I'd have to give it... Ooh, there's a bit of deliberation here. I've got two numbers down and I'm trying to decide. I, I, the, the number I put down when I watch it is the number I do because I, oh. I'd, I'd be contemplating it forever. Yeah, right. I'm going to have to give it an 8.5. An 8.5. It's the highest thing I've rated anything so far. Um, yep, same here. Um, it's one of my favourite films. It's such a simple concept, done so well. Even Stephen King cried when he saw it. It's his f- crying at his own book. No, yeah, <laughs> that's really impressive. Actually. He said to the director, "I don't know because he hates The Shining. I'm pretty sure." All he right. said at the time this was his might still be um, his um, favorite adaptation of one of his. He said it was done perfectly. That's it, it didn't stick to the book all the way. But yeah, well, it shouldn't really, should it? Well, yeah, exactly. It needs to be fresh. But um, mine was I've given it a nine. That is the highest score anything's yeah, gotten so which, far. Um, because I didn't, very I wanted to give it a ten, but I didn't think I could justify saying That's, it was technically I, perfect. Yeah, um, which brings it to 10. a eight point eight, I think. That is the highest we've had anything so far, which and is the highest. I'd say it's yeah, it definitely, it definitely the top fits spot. it. Um, I don't know, it's something about being such a simple film. There's nothing flashy going on. No. There's no good special effects. It's just, it really highlights the message, doesn't it? We we haven't had a film yet. I think that has a really solid story accompanied. Not really with everything else. Well, the so, only one that came kind of close to it is Rain Man, I'd really say. Yeah, which has a solid story. Solid story. I think we did pretty well there for an yeah. 8.8. That's very, very good. Questions this week. Alfie, uh, you thrashed me last week. Yes. <laughs> Too far, I did you I some did bad ones. not very well. Uh, you got all three, I think. Yeah, and you got um, one. As usual, we'll let you start with the first question for Stand By Me. All right. So obviously, as we said in the discussion, the film is based on a Stephen King novel. So which of these Stephen King novels has yet to be made into a film? As of March 7th, 2023. So don't don't get my ass, anyone. So The Dead Zone, Insomnia, or Christine? 
I have no clue. I thought you were gonna go like The Shining, Doctor Sleep. <laughs> That's too easy then, isn't it? Really? <laughs> Say them again. The Dead Zone, Insomnia, or Christine? Um, the Dead Zone. It's Insomnia. What? I'm oh, fairly sure. Jesus. The Dead Zone is another '80s film. Ugh. Let me just check this. Right, right. Here's your. 1983. Oh, so we're gonna. Guys, uh, next week on... <laughs> I think no, Christine it's not. might it's be not. Too, actually. Um, it's Christine in the 80s film as well. Please Let me it. check. Oh, my. Yeah, 83. Oh, my. <laughs> well, there is also a 2016 one. It might be talking about that. Right. Um. Okay, well, that's not a good start for me. Really Your first question, really. Alfie. All right. What brand of cigarettes does Chris bring with him on the journey? Oh, shit. You get no options. <laughs> My just... immediate one would be Marlboro, but I don't think it is, because that's just the one that always comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Shit. I have literally no clue. It's been about a week since I watched this. <laughs> <sighs> Marlboro. No. Uh, Winston's. Yeah. Never if if I'd have got this question, I would have said Camel, because they were the ones oh, being right. advertised in America at the time. I don't know the difference between cigarettes. You were born in 1952. I don't know the difference in the cigarettes. No, me um, either. Okay then, I'll Right, damn. Okay. Next question, please. So obviously, as the boys are just starting their journey, okay. they realise that they need some food. They have a total of two dollars and thirty-seven cents mm -hmm. to spend. How much is that worth now? Okay, I think I know this. Do, can, do I have it, to get the pennies? Can I like? I can. I'm gonna read you off some options. Oh, are you? okay. Oh, I think okay. twenty-three, twenty-seven, or thirty. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yes. I rounded it up because I was like, I don't really want to have to. Yeah, I, I, I swear I my, saw something. My deliberation was to do like 51, 52, 50. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like that was a bit too Yeah, because I think, I think I saw something about being like $22 It's something. $22.51 Yeah, that's a good one. That's what I get for taking it from IMDb. I know, I originally thought, my God, how much was that bread? That is, they got ham as well, yeah. which the meat probably cost more, I guess. True. I mean, equally. Yeah, it doesn't really show how much. Yeah, it does it? It's kind of hard it? to tell. Okay, so anyway. two. Right. In the original short story, uh, written by Stephen King, right, it reveals how Teddy and Vern die. Okay. Uh, how did Vern die? A, a cinder block fell on his head after leaving a bakery. B, in a car crash, or C, in a house fire. Hmm. Is it Vern? Vern. Right. So, the Cinderblock one, I initially thought it was Teddy, so I was like, that's probably not right. But given that it's coming out of a bakery, <laughs> and they made Vern quite... Uh, you were going on about me for this, aren't you? I've not said anything <laughs> directly yet. A guy who appreciates fine food. There we go. Um, I would lean more towards that, but the other two... This is a really, like... Yeah, so in in the book Stephen King, that's this is based off. I need to start reading the books of the, the films yeah, I'm going to do. They all died except Gordy. Like, all right. In, in the I mean, film, it does explicitly say what well, it does. Yeah, it does. Vern it tells survives as kids. Yeah, Vern Teddy has kids. Teddy goes to prison and has odd jobs. I'm just going to say that he was killed by a cinder block. No, uh, wrong. It was in a house fire. Um, Did Vern, he leave the oven on? Vern died. I don't know. <laughs> Vern died in the house fire and Teddy died in the car crash. That's Aww. that one. Uh, I put that specifically in there. I'm not having a good week this week, guys. This isn't great. I put that specifically in there because Aww. it sounded like And Harry's going to get this one as well. So this this is one I had to put in because we both had the same question about the population of uh, oh, okay. Castle Rock. Castle yes. Rock. Okay, what's this then? So 
What colour shirt does Chris wear during the film? White. White. Yeah. Such Damn a shit thing. question. Mine's a bit... I didn't go into scientific papers this week, and that's the issue. So was that the third question for me, wasn't it? Third question. Did I get two? Two right. Two right, okay. Two right. okay. I've got none. I think I might get you on zero this week. You're probably going to. I think I might pull back, because I, I really like this it's question. I wouldn't time. have got it. Unless you've seen it, that's the only problem. Oh, I didn't really look too What much. song do all the boys sing as they walk along the tracks? Fuck's sake. And I'll give you a clue. It's what they all sing, because there's a few singers that's that... That's very helpful. No, because Teddy what, and... What, <laughs> what do all the boys sing no, as they walk Teddy on the track? No, because Teddy and Vern sing some songs on their own on the track, oh my but it's the one they God. all sing. Is it the one about a paladin or something? Because I have no idea what it's called. I could not tell um, you. Yeah. I genuinely, I, I can't. There's nothing. Yeah, I do feel sorry for you for this one. I'm not going to give you the point, but it is. The Ballad of Paladin. Yeah. So no, uh, it. it's sang by them all in the first bit when yeah. they all meet. And it's sang mainly by Teddy afterwards. Mm -hmm. Teddy, no, Vern sings it when he's trying to cheer Teddy up. Yeah. And, and then Teddy song. sings it when he walks home. Mm -hmm. I think I've uh, like that sweep of um, bonus question, though. Yes. What is Goofy? Oh, he's a, he's a dog. Yeah. Why does anyone <laughs> deliberate about this? In a show with a talking mouse, why can there not be a talking no, no, dog? But he wears a hat and drives a car. Dogs can't do that. Neither Pluto's a dog. Pluto's a different breed of dog. Yeah, but that dog doesn't so walk in, and in talk. So in biology here, dogs are the same species regardless <laughs> of what type of dog. They look very different. It's I know, obviously, that Goofy talks and he drives a car, but he's still a dog. There's, in a, well, there's... Donald Duck, he's a duck, he walks around, he's a duck, he wears clothes, a bit weird for a duck, right? Mickey Mouse also drives a car. Why can, why can Goofy not be a dog? Wrong. I'd now we've answered that, um, Alfie. Uh, moving on. Get ready How for... How relevant is the film? Oh. I think it's, it's probably one of the most relevant films yeah, we've done. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I'm trying to think of the words mm. to put it into. It applies it is to one everyone. of the most, I'd say, quintessential coming-of-age films yeah. that has ever been made, really. It... It's such an accurate representation of technically we're not in the fifties or sixties anymore. You've said this like three times. You know, it's quite obvious. I know. Yeah, no, sorry. If anybody's living back there, anyone's listening yeah, anyone's to the time travelled back to nineteen fifty nine to listen to this episode. Um, no. Thank you very much for going through the effort. Like we won't have exactly the same experiences as they did. Yeah. And because kids did, but the the message of friendship is is yeah is probably perfect there's really. definitely a lot of themes that still apply to people now. um yeah i'd say definitely watch it like out of all the films we've done so far yeah it's the most recommended this is definitely the if hardest you watch any of the films we've done watch this yeah if you it watch brazil why <laughs> <laughs> any of the others actually yeah no you can watch this but this this, this one is definitely. such a film that you need Please. to watch even if uh, you've seen it before refresh yourself yeah refresh yourself after watching this enjoyable. after listening to this go watch it and that's it that's episode eight so eight. we're recording this in a bit of a weird order we've yes. done episode nine in advance we've done episode nine before because episode of our special guest who we if you follow us you'll already know but never mind yes, yes that was it i hope you really enjoyed and valued hearing our opinions on stand oh i'm sure they always do yeah i'm sure i'll, I'll really value, I value your it. opinion alfie oh that's that's great I, I'm, I'm really sure our <laughs> listeners love hearing the opinions of two kids born 20 oh, years after these were made. 20 years after these films were made. <laughs> my god anyway so well, technically it's wait, 26 yeah. years well, after. <laughs> we're not gonna get into semantics anyway so 
really hope you appreciated not appreciate enjoyed the episode yeah uh, we um, would appreciate it if you went and followed us on obviously instagram twitter facebook tiktok and youtube myspace if we can't, I will set up a MySpace. I'll try and figure we it out. We don't have a MySpace. We might in the future. Um, yeah, like I've said, please yeah. uh, go and follow at, us at on all of them. At 80 Cinema Club, yes. That's um, obvious it's mine, bro. Yeah. You know, Same with... Got to remind them. They might have we're forgotten. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, good pods, if that's working. We don't know. We don't we know yet. About episode 7, because <laughs> we're calling this back. And YouTube. We'll see. Um, and has some episodes on. YouTube, depending on if it can be asked might have more episodes <laughs> on it takes like a good hour to put them through various software and Alfie's very this. busy he's very busy oh, pros of doing two sciences oh um yeah like thanks for watching as you always. <laughs> so, it's like whatever thanks for spending probably no, this to be over <laughs> listening to us in your no i'm not gonna say that listen to us in your ears yes we're all up in your ears well. <laughs> we're in your ears we should probably say goodbye now so Rip it's bye out. from alfie Cheerio. And it's bye from me. See ya.